Close. Uh, first of all, I, I want you just to uh, receive a, a specific strength that you feel like maybe there's an area in your life that you're weak in. And by the way, we're not going to do this out loud. So uh, be, uh, what do I want to say? Be spectacular in what you receive. <laughs> all right. Uh, maybe there's boldness you need to receive, confidence you need to receive. Maybe you, you just need to receive some strength. Just, just, you just see it in, in another believer. And, he, and here's the verse that we're going to do with it. It says, uh, bear one another's burdens. All right? Uh, and it says that uh, uh, walk in the image of those uh, who, who are living by faith. 
and, and, and begin to just pursue that. Maybe you see someone who just has a, an ability to be quiet. And you, you struggle with that, uh, to avoid uh, saying things that they shouldn't say. And you say, man, I, I really need to get a hold of my mouth, and I really need to get a hold of, of things that come out of my mouth. Uh, or, or maybe it's something that you're just, just, you, know, you, just, you just struggle with stepping out. So I want you just to just begin to just receive. God, you're no respect of person. If that person can do it, and I'm not envious of that person, I'm just saying you're my father. I'm, I'm under the same roof. Uh, you've, you've blessed me with the same power, and I just receive that right now. Come on, come on, receive. I need you as strong as possible for the next thing that we're about to do. So I just need you to receive all that you have. I mean, maybe you tend to look at things you shouldn't look at, or maybe you tend to listen to things you shouldn't listen to, or maybe you let someone get into your head too easily. And, and you need to just begin to just say, God, I, I don't ever want that thing to enter into my mind again. And maybe your surroundings isn't good, and you need to learn how to live and surround. Maybe you need that Joseph anointing. You may be a slave, a prisoner in the house that you're in, not, not, not physically, but mentally and emotionally. And you need to learn how to be uh, prosperous in that house and prosperous in that place. And even though the surroundings is an idea for what you want, but you're there for a purpose, you're there for a reason, and God's trying to show your reward, and you need to stick around for the reward to happen. And, and here, I need you to grab a hold of it right now and be as strong as, as completely possible. That one area in your life or, or two or three areas that may just be a struggle for you, you're going to uh, just go ahead and give those over to God and just uh, believe God that you're as strong as ever, as you know you should be. You're that strength. You're that kind of strong right now in the name of Jesus. Now that you've gained that street out in strength, I believe you've received it. Now I need your faith to pray so you can give to others that you know need that same strength. Maybe you know of, of a new mom who may not be handling it so well, but you've already handled one, two, three, four, five, six killed children, maybe, however many. And, and you're saying, uh, you want, no matter how many encouraging words, they just haven't been able to receive it. So now, and by the Spirit, you're just going to go ahead right now and say, uh, I bear your burdens, and, and I give you the strength right now in the name of Jesus. I, I divide myself right now so that, that our agreement is powerful because God's presence is right there. And, and you be that reward to them. Uh, maybe your children are struggling in school, and, and you're you just been telling them how, how powerful they are mentally and emotionally, and now they need to go, you to go beyond your words and say, here, I'm going to give you my strength to learn. I'm going to give you that ability, that desire to do well. I hurt for you. I'm upset that you're not doing well, and, and I want to give you my passion for the reason why I even get upset, because I'm passionate about you learning. I'm passionate about you having a better life than I had. I, I'm passionate about that. Come on, I, I need you to believe this with me. I'm not, I'm not standing here just by accident, and I know God has sent for this specific thing. You need to reward someone with your faith. You need to reward a relative with your boldness to speak up and not keep getting run over. You need to reward them right now with the ability to speak what's on their heart and their mind so that they'll never hurt again, never hurt another day. Come on, just give them. You know who that person is. You know they're getting run over. You know they're getting cheated on. You know they're getting mistreated. But in the name of Jesus, as something sparks on the inside of them, like Paul, when he was walking on the road to Damascus, there was a light that blinded him from what he once knew and made him open his eyes to to the God he now knows. And they're going to begin to write chapters about how God is good in their life and not about how things are bad. Come on, can you reward them? Come on, can you just reach your hands out and say, I surrender. God, can you rob me of this thing that I have an abundance of? 
Can you rob me right now, God? I'm so strong in this area. Will you just rob me and, and, and just give to them? Will you rob and hood this? Come on now, that, that just came to me. Will you just rob and hood this moment? God, I'm rich with motivation. Can you give it to the body of Christ? I, I, I'm rich in getting up and doing. Can you give that away to them right now, Lord? Will you, will you let me share that right now in the name of you? I'm rich in standing up and saying and speaking. Some of you have been afraid to ask for a raise. I'm so rich in that area. Here, take that, and I want you to march in there with boldness. And we've got to be a reward to one another. The world isn't rewarding us. So you haven't had any help. That doesn't mean you don't have any hope. Don't let those who have made your time helpless make you hopeless. For God has blessed you. We have a dome of hope here that we're believing God that we're going to have to have for the mountain of people coming. But the dome of hope starts not right, right now. But evidence of things hopeful. It's evidence right now. And can I just give you something? Can I give you my energy tonight? Can I, can I give you my joy, my expectation from God? Can I give you that new building faith? Can I give you the new smell faith? Can I give you the, the new beginning? I just want you to have what I have and just be excited. I want you to not be able to sleep tonight because you're so fired up. And then wake up the next day not even tired because you're flowing by the word of God. Can I give you that? Can I just share? Paul, they said Paul would put his hands on handkerchiefs and, and they would give it to people. People would get healed. I believe some of you have ailments that you don't need to have. Can you take a healthy body? Can you receive a healthy body? I just got my report back from the doctor. It's all good. So are you. You're all good. We're not walking around limping and hurting. We are the healed of the Lord. Father, we thank you for the stripes of Jesus. Thank you for the stripes of Jesus. Thank you for the mind of God. I am here to be a reward to you. I'm here because God has awarded me the call of pastor. He's awarded you the call of minister and priest over your household. So, Father God, I thank you. Father, I thank you for the reward of being debt free. I receive the abundance. The Bible says the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. Here is what we're praying for right now. No matter how abundant they are, then they may not have gotten theirs the right way. But you can go ahead and say, I am in the line of God who has more wealth than anybody else. And I am in line and aligned for the abundance of God. To be rich in favor, to be rich in finances, to be rich in my mind, to be rich, Lord, in my mouth, to be rich in my hearing, to be rich in my body, to be rich and hold. That I am not letting age define me. God, I declare in the name of Jesus that all things work together for the good. But we need to start uh, enjoying one another's strength. We need to enjoy it right now. Lord, I, I give it over. I got some specific people in my voice and in, in the sound of our church that, that need something that I have been abundant, blessed with. And man, you got it. Now, don't criticize God when you wake up early wanting to work out. Now, go and get that over to Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Don't be changing churches either. <laughs> Father, we praise you. We thank you for a great night of service in the name of the Lord. We are blessed and it cannot be reversed. And can you just pray over yourself right now in the name of Jesus, who you just receive healing. Father, I thank you that by your stripes they are healed. 
I thank you, Lord God, as Miss Geneva and I are, are before them, and there she's in the audience, and I'm here, that we are believing for them as if we touch and agree. As Miss Rita and I, as heads of the church, stand over them. We receive the organizational skills of an anointed leader, of anointed designer, of anointed organizer, Lord that we're going to organize our thoughts the way she sets up and plans for meetings, that we're going to be able to decorate our, 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 our minds the way she decorates in the name of Jesus and prepare and love on people. Give me that grace, Lord, that, Father God, I'll be healed in the area of grace and mercy. And, Lord, I thank you in the name. I don't think some of you guys are sick. I think you just, you just, you're low on your grace immunity and your mercy immunity that you just let enough things get on you that it wears you down. But in Jesus' name, you're not tired. You're not allergic. You are anointed by the very presence of God that he has blessed you. Now, we must believe that he is. Believe he is whatever you need. He is. As he said to Moses, Moses, tell him that I am that I am has sent that you can walk. At 84 years old, I've given you a call, not because your legs are weak, your knees are weak, your body is weak, because I am strong. And let the weak say I am strong. Let the poor say I am rich. Father God, I thank you for removing toothaches. I believe people are hurting in their mouths and in their gums. I just thank you for healing their gums. I thank you, Father God, for removing any type of disease and things that may have happened. Lord, I just thank you in Jesus' name. They don't sit there and blame themselves when my mouth hurting because I ate too much candy. It's my fault. Well, praise God that he died for your faults and rose for your faults, and he got up for them. And I need your agreement right now. Two kids in Plano East High School committed suicide this past week. And pal teacher's real close to the, one of the kids and raised them. She's just broken and just don't even know where to turn. But in Jesus' name, I thank you that she's lifted up and not taking the blame. Same way she didn't take credit for their life, she don't take blame for their fall. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, for healing the sweep throughout that school. That, Father, death no longer has a place there. That from this point on, all the students shall not die but live and declare the works of the Lord. That I thank you, Father God, it will be a wake-up call for their fellowship of Christian athletes and the Christ-centered nation, the nature of that school to change like never before. And they'll know Jesus like never before because they know the devil doesn't care who he kills and how he destroys them. I thank you, Lord, for removing pills from household that people may have aligned themselves with the same type of solution to their situation and say, nope, 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 there's too much life in me. Thank you for removing ropes from the one girl who hung herself that that'll be it. That'll be a seed sown for life evermore for everybody else. And Lord, they will learn from that and not take it as an example of how to deal with their situation, but use it as an exception to say, I'm going to, in honor of that death, live for God with everything that I have. And then, Father God, thank you for giving ourselves over. And Lord, I thank you that we've, we received the ability to bless one another uh, and, and quit sitting around calling on things and not giving things that we are. We do it right now in the name of Jesus. We stretch our hands as a healed church going forward. We thank you, Lord God, as we pray over our next chapter, that, Lord, we're going in as a complete and full and completely healed church. And as all the things come together, we call forth the painters. We call forth the, the, the installers. We, Father God, we thank you for the foundation being completely sold out to you. That, Lord God, we're here on temporary grounds, but we're headed to holy grounds. And, Lord God, we're going to leave this place holier than we found it. And, Lord God, I thank you, Lord. Our steps are ordered. Our move is ordered. Father God, our process, our promotion is ordered. And we thank you, Lord God, as the wisdom of God is up on Miss Rita. Every time she meets with these people, they're going to see the favor of God consuming her. I thank you for the wisdom of God. And I pray over her every day 
Every day, anointed, anointed, anointed beyond the means of these men and people that she confronts and deal with. I thank you, Lord, according to Daniel 10, 12, you've heard our prayers. We receive an anointed service tonight in advance, and we bless you for the night. In Jesus' name, everybody say amen, amen. Lights, saints, tonight. We're going to give it the kiss method. We're going to keep it simple, saints. Amen. How many of y'all like simple things? I love simple things. I hate it when I have to come up with a password and they're judging you as you're typing in your password. Weak, 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 weak. You don't know. I'm screaming at the computer. By the way, they don't like that in airports. I was stuck in Houston airport yesterday for four hours. This is so awesome to be stuck in the airport. Yes. So I did my sermon right there in the midst of everybody. So we must believe he is. Before, before I'm ever going to believe things are just going to be the way they are, I'm going to believe that God is. God released his rewarding power within us. Now landing this plane at the end of this sermon or uh, this message, this experience, there's just a lot of things I just started. Just, I don't know if you notice at the end of the notes, I just, there's, I just started. Give him this, give him this, give him this, give him this. Because in the airport, the goal is to not to show any anger. When you get on the plane, you've been there for three and a half hours. The last four, the 30, last 30 minutes of my three-hour, four-hour wait was on the plane when they said, we're waiting 30 more minutes. We'd already got on the plane sitting there. It's a full plane. We're waiting on two people for 30 more minutes. That was my first thing was to say, don't get angry. And then when they get on the plane, don't look at them. So I don't know who they are and try to trip them. So, so, so because I would want somebody to wait for me if this was the last flight to get home. Right? You got to sow the mercy. And so I turned my worship music up really loud so the people around me could really hear it because they needed Jesus like I did. But God is, God is so rewarding. And, and it, it, it breaks me when people feel like they don't have to be a reward to others with their faith and with their life that they can live and act any kind of way, and that's just not rewarding to others. If you really receive a great reward, don't you want to reward it with other people? You know what I mean? If you really got something good, you want to give that good out because you're always going to have more of it. It comes from God. So Hebrews 11, 5 through 6. And by the way, it's probably going to happen for a little bit longer before I'm going to tell you how great you are. Is it okay if I brag about you and tell you that you're wonderful and you're amazing? Is that all right? And, and, you know, and if you're not getting it anywhere else, then you should just get the CDs and say, Pastor says that I am. And his mouth is bigger than his, his rival with anybody. Okay, don't say I got a big mouth. Hebrews 11, 5 through 6 says this. By faith, Enoch was taken up so that he would not see death. Isn't that cool that he just took up? God, God he said, you've been so obedient. You don't need to be here anymore. And sometimes we may be in bad situations, but just stay obedient to God. He'll take you up out of it eventually. He may not just take you up to heaven, but he's going to take you out of that. But if you act like the death grounds that you have to walk in, you're going to stay there. Isn't that awesome? That was awesome. I'm going to see it hit you like it hit me. That was airport news right there. Uh, As he was found, not, he he was not found because God took him up. Some people who are looking to put you down and won't even be able to find you anymore. They'll find, they may see you physically, but they'll find out that those words that they used to say to you don't hurt you anymore. Anything people used to say to you don't bother you anymore. 
right? And my aunts and uncles who used to criticize us for being the dark children in the family, they could say that all day long now because the dark of the berry. <laughs> Kyle Rainey, look at that. We just stirred up young Rainey in the house. Sweet of the juice, baby. <laughs> Your stuff is tart. For he obtained the witness that before his being taken up, he was pleasing to God. Before God's going to take you out of your situation, you better be pleasing to him. He's not going to move you if you don't please him. If you're just complaining and unpleasing, he's not taking you up. Let's just shut it. Drop the microphone. Sermon over. <laughs> oh, glory be to God. I got my jacket on sale. If you must know. $17.50. I have having 40% off of the 80% off. Yeah, that's how I roll. Okay, so, and you got that on you now, so you know how to find good deals. All right, and without faith, it is impossible to please him, right? You can please yourself if you want to, and you can be okay with pleasing. It's easy to please you. You're simple. You're easy to please. You found out about yourself, you're easy to please. Cake pleases you, right? You're easy to please. I heard a guy say this, that freedom is hard. Slavery is easy. Slavery is easy because you know what you got to do and you know what you have to do every day. Freedom says that you get to choose, and some people struggle with their freedom. Kids rather follow one another than be free. So all of them hate dress codes but dress just alike. I'm not going to get into winter clothing. I got boots on too. But... For he who comes to God must, and here's our sermon, believe that he is. You got to believe that he is. He is. He is not making you go through rough times because he don't like you. And he is not putting you down. And he is not making you sick. And he is not causing hurricanes and storms and snowstorms. He is not. He is a rewarder of those who seek him. He's a rewarder. He's a rewarder of those who seek him. How, how long can you play? How long can you play this just continually? Can you play this the entire time? And would it break your fingers? Would it bother you? Is it wearing you out? Why? Because you're anointed. You reward us with that. And when you, when you, when you use your reward to reward others, you can do it all day. This is my rewarder. I can talk all day. Rewarder, rewarder. I'm not a good cameraman. They put a GoPro on me for the conference, and I blocked it the whole time holding the mic like this. The GoPro was strapped around me. This is the picture they got, my nails. Now all the world knows I need a cuticle job. It just, it, it, I, I can't do it. I'm not a picture taker. I'm a speaker. So my, my rewarder came forward and even though I had something else strapped on me, the rewarder came up. Now, whatever is strapped on you, whatever's trying to hold you down, your rewarder's still going to get out in front of it. Your believer, God has rewarded you. Father, we just pray. We thank you for your message. We thank you, Lord, that, that you just show up in a mighty and big way. I thank you, Lord God, this is the remnant that goes before men and women. It begins to stretch forth and begin to, and begin to mark the territory, mark the place as it was a small amount of people that marched around the wall of Jericho. But they shouted, 
They shouted on the seventh time. They didn't stop on six. And we thank you, Lord, for blessing this message tonight. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. So uh, seeking God is a lifestyle. And what the goal of the enemy is, is that it's, he knows that you're rewarded just for seeking God, not for getting what you asked for, but seeking God while you're getting it. And he knows the whole thing is to get you so discouraged that you quit seeking God and you start looking at the problem. Is it cool that you asked me about that book about purpose-driven life? My favorite quotes in the book, I'll give it to you. Hopefully you stumble on it as well. He says, you can't fix the problem when you're busy fixing the blame. Since that book came out, I've been using that statement probably at every school I've ever been to. Because a lot of times, uh, even if we are, we're in married couples, we, 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 will, we will not fix our problems. So if my wife tells me something and says, hey, honey, you need to pick up your shoes. I have to watch my mouth. Literally, I go to the mirror and look at it. And don't say, what about your shoes, which are bound to flee? Right? And that's what a lot of people do. Right? You correct your husband. He won't. He, you just tell him, like, right now, that's immediate. But they want to come back and say, but what about, uh-uh, that ain't, well, that's, that's not what's on trial here. And now you've made it a court case because now you're trying to respond as opposed to seek God. So I don't say anything. It's hard. But when you go watch your mouth long enough, that gets old. So this is the show you want to watch. So it's better to just get up and move them so everybody can go on. Right? And don't seek another day later to point out. It's amazing how you can walk around yours. But my little chunkless can't get no can't get no grace. So it's that. So God says, keep seeking him, because the seeking part is what's immeasurable. It cannot be measured when you seek in God. That means that you already have it because you're seeking him like one that beholds, right? Romans 4, 16 through 20, it says, call those things that be not as though they are, right? You call them right there. You seek them like you have them. Live like you got it. Live like it's already yours. Be that. Don't let it haunt your heart because it hasn't shown up yet. And once it haunts your heart, it scares you every time you don't see it. You imagine being afraid of nothing? That's the biggest fear in students. I'm working on my speech for this Friday, by the way. I'm practicing on y'all right now. A lot of people are afraid of nothing. They're afraid of what they don't have. They're afraid of what they haven't been able to accomplish. And they're terrified. And that thing haunts them. A lot of us are afraid about what we don't have. Look into your bank account. (gasps) Afraid of nothing. Afraid of what you can't do more than what you can do. You should be crying not to quit, not crying to give up. Oh, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. Come on. I think that's great. That's wonderful. Two hours of high school is going to get jumped all over by a man in denim. So whether you physically have it or you don't physically have it, you have it because you have the seeking part. He rewards those who will walk and look for him. Sometimes, you know, even getting married, people always say, well, I'm not ready yet. You never are. Newsflash, you never are ready. Right? But if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. What does that mean? If you keep being a seeker, God will find you. And he'll give you what you need as the process goes. We don't have enough money. I I can't think of anybody who did. 
because their stuff going to show up anyway. He's a rewarder of those who diligently not find him, not find him, seek him. We're gone. You, why are you sneezing? Because I'm, I'm still in healing mode. Why are you crying? I'm still in joy mode. I'll keep it. I'll keep, I'll keep it going. It only, it only becomes a loss when we allow what we don't see to separate us from the reward of seeking God. When, it, when, it, when you allow something, and don't raise your hand, but if you've stopped praying for something you've been believing God for for years, that's when you lost the reward. It's the journey. It's the search. I, I love eating sunflower seeds. I eat like tons of sunflower seeds. I get the big, big bag. I love them. They're everywhere. They're all, I have to vacuum out my car two times a week, at least. Week, weeks. And, and, and I love them. I love to be, and I love eating them over and over again. And even if I get a hundred not good ones, that one good one will make me go a hundred more strong. Lips wrinkled. That's what you'll find in my car. Chapsticks and, and sunflower seeds. They're all together. They go one and one. But just for that one good, crunchy one that was really good, I'll go again, go again, go again, and keep going. And we need to do that when we're operating with God. It's one word from heaven. So we live in a, an, an envious society. People are envious of you. Envious of you because you haven't died yet. Envious of you because their words didn't come true about you failing. Envious of you because your marriage was supposed to end because theirs didn't work out. And because theirs didn't work out, they figured everybody else shouldn't work out because they're so great and you're so horrible. Why is stuff working out for you and not working out for them? They're envious of you. People envious of me. Envious. And I think that's cool. We do live in an envious society, and I believe God keeps us seeking so that people can receive the reward of us pursuing God. So sometimes you don't have something because people become jealous and quit looking after you like they would, but they keep you seeking because they're watching you not have but still go after God. And watching you not have while you still go after God is more rewarding for them, should be rewarding for you, but it rewards them because now they know they didn't have something, but they kept going for God. They were happy without because they had God within Right? First John 4, 4, greater is he within me. I got God within. Psalms 84, 11, there's no good thing that he withhold from those who walk up rightly. Rejoice not against me, O my enemy. Micah 7, verse 7 and 8, though I fall, I will arise. Though I sit in the dark, the Lord will be my light. Psalms 37, 23, the steps of a good man, they're ordered of the Lord. Philippians 4.13, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Romans 8.31, if God is for you, who can be against you? He's right there with you. Philippians 1.6, he that begun a good work in you is able to complete it. He's going to finish what he started in you, but don't let him finish, and you ain't been around to see it. Because God still finishes his word, but the problem is you quit looking and you forgot what God finished. And that's something your dream has been completed years ago, but you quit looking. Yay! Yay! Pyre, you, Pyre, Pyre. Pastor, you lighten it up tonight. <laughs> you don't know your own name, but you lighten the world on fire. Okay. I call myself Pyra. <laughs> First John 4, 16 through 17. We have come to know and have believed that love which God has for us. We believe love which God has for us. We believe that God is love. 
And the one who abides in love abides in God, and God abides in him. So you abide in God, God has given you love. We got spirit. Yes, we do. We got spirit. Okay, good. So I don't know what I need to do to get y'all to say amen. That, that, was, that was their spot. But I'm, a rewarder. I'm diligently seeking you, Jesus. I'm not seeking amens. I'm seeking you. <laughs> By this, love is perfected with us so that we, have, that we may have confidence in the day of judgment. Because as he is, so also are we in this world. I'm confident when I die, I'm going to be with Jesus. I'm so confident. Pull the trigger. I'm good. You're going to take me out and be with God. Do it. Now, we don't do it ourselves now. We won't go home and do that because we may get another end result. Okay. But God is love. He's love. In fact, that's what 1 John 3, 15, it says that no, if you hate someone, it's like murder. The murderer can't enter the kingdom of heaven. We have to forgive. We have to to forgive. No matter how bad the thing was against us, we must forgive because God did something great for us. We have to forgive. We have to forgive because God is love. That love abides in us. We have to forgive. Even if they mistreated us on purpose, like, like right, Romans 5, 8, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. While we were yet sinners, not when we fixed it, not when we apologized, while we were still messing up, that's when he died for us. While they're still messing up, while they haven't said they're sorry, forgive them. Right? It's tough scriptures in the Bible. That's why you know man didn't write it. Matthew 5, 44, bless those who curse you. Render good for evil. Heap coals of fire on their head. Burn them up. Not just kidding. That's not what that means. When it says heap coals of fire, it means be nice. Warm them up. Okay, so, so God has, re- he's a reward giver. He gives us rewards. Rewards is something you can give back. An award is something you cannot give back. I can win a Grammy if I was in the movies. I could win a Grammy. But I cannot give a Grammy. They can award you something, but that's it. You can't go and give it to some other show. But God rewarded us salvation, and now we can reward others with grace. Because the reward transfers. Right? It's, it's a transferable deal. So when we transferred, God has labeled us through salvation as a prize to be won. Book! you got to know that you're a prize to be won. The reason why our kids go and give themselves over and let other things unwrap them because they don't know they're a prize. Maybe they don't even know they're a prize in their own house. And they have to go somewhere where they have to find out they're a prize. And, and if I have to act stupid to be a prize, I'll be stupid to be a prize. Whatever it takes. And so we have to call them out and say, no, you're going to be intelligent to be a prize. And I'll fight you if I have to. I love fighting moms. Love it. No matter how big the kid is, we'll climb. I'll tell you, I'll climb up on a ladder and hit you from the stairs. You won't see me coming. I got so many black clothes, I'll cover up my whole body. You'll never see me jumping off. Timber! And I'll just look like a mosquito just slapping you upside the head. You will go down. I love you too much to let you go out and die. I love you too much not to reward you with the fight that's within me. Don't you go chase no little girl. Don't you go chase no little foo-foo, fee-fee, whatever she is. Uh, that she can't go to Jesus, you don't need her. And he can't go to Jesus, they don't need him. It works both ways, okay? I don't care what the adults around you do. Amen. Shout to the Lord. Shout to the Lord of the earth. 
Remember that one? That was an old joint. So, I mean, song, 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 praise the Lord, get a sip. Hallelujah. <laughs> mm. Okay, Romans. <laughs> Romans 12.1. Therefore, present your body a living sacrifice, holy and, <laughs> holy and acceptable unto God. That's a reasonable service, right? Holy and acceptable unto God. And if I miss some words, it's because I'm not looking at it. I'm looking at y'all. <laughs> See, y'all looking at that. You're skipping parts. But present yourself as a living sacrifice. The best kind of sacrifice is one that's alive. That's alive. That's why Jesus was such a great sacrifice, because they really couldn't kill him. When they put him in the ground, he still moved around and took keys from the devil. He was always alive. And then he came back on top of the ground so he can establish the ground as being under his feet. You must understand you were made out of the dust of the earth. Okay? Genesis 2, 6, and 7. And then Jesus, God breathing, you became a living soul. You lost your soul when Adam sold us out in Genesis 3. Him and Eve, when he sold out the birthright. And God only wanted to have a walking relationship with him. When he found out Adam would no longer walk with him, he went and found him and asked, why are you hiding? Who told you you were stupid? This is just me trying to paraphrase it. Who told you you couldn't learn? Who told you you couldn't do math? Who told you you couldn't do English? Who said that? Well, when I saw I was naked, when I did that math problem, I found out I was naked in my mind. When I tried to do English, I found out I was naked. In my mind. And so God is like, who told you that? And he found them. And, and then this is the one. It says, be not conformed to this world, but be y'all or ye or you. They're all the same word, transformed by the, you got to get brand new. You got to get that new car smell. I don't know if you need to go buy scents or what or put leather things around your nose so you have a new car smell on you every day. But you got to get out of that sour uh, mood that you dress up in and put on fresh stuff. Fresh linen. I love doing laundry. I love it when it's warm. I love when downy is in it. We overuse downy. You think we, we washing crocodiles. We, the downy thing is filled up. It's so soft. So soft. And you got to wash off those old things by renewing your mind. In fact, Ephesians 4.23 says, be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Not in what you think, but there's a spirit behind what you think. And if you think negative, you have that spirit hanging around you. When you think the joy of the Lord is my street, in Nehemiah 8, 8.10, it says, now the spirit of joy comes upon you. Because see, when you preach this to thousands of people in the airport that can't hear you, you're okay. He says, I got to be able to do this. And it says that, that acceptable, God, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. You felt like you've never been, haven't been accepted in a while. God wants to restore that where you can feel accepted. Perfect. Nothing feels more terrible than not being accepted. Nothing feels worse than that. Anybody ever been cut from a team or tried out for something you didn't make it? I tried out for Major League Baseball. Eight times they kept cutting me. Till they said, don't come back. You're done. There's some other career for you. Baseball isn't it. Had they not told me not to come back and, put, and send my name to all the other teams, I would have tried out again. Okay, but they said, you're done. Okay, you're 26. 
You're done. You did all you could do. You came for eight straight years. The year we wanted you, you were already signed into college. You were supposed to be at the Christian college. You weren't supposed to be on the baseball field. And I know by now, as one scout said, you know you weren't mature enough to handle hundreds of thousands of dollars at your age anyway. So your ability is gone. You had your ability for that moment, but your mind wasn't ready. Now your mind is ready and your ability is gone. That's how the world works. But God says, while you don't have the ability, you have the mind and the spirit. And now you can be as prosperous as you need to be. Because now you got me. So a live, a, a live reward is a title, is by title alone more valuable than a dead. Just by title alone. The reward my brother gave when he was alive by the ability to sing is much more valuable than us talking about how good he sang after he did. That doesn't reward me. The fact that he could play every kind of instrument, never was, went to a music class ever, is, is not rewarding to me now that my kids want to play instruments. And they don't have an uncle here to teach him. And got to be able to get there. So to, to get that part of it, so I, I want to make sure I give you these. A believer who talks about a life they don't live is a dead statue. To talk about something you don't do is a dead statue. All right? It's, it's just a, a statue that's not real. It doesn't exist. Uh, it is just sitting there. So it talks about it, in, in, which is basically a belief that our children will not see as being real. A deactivated presence, and I want to make sure we get this, a deactivated presence can, it can cause spiritual relationships with God to skip a generation. There may have been people who went to church no matter what. They may have drank all day Friday and Saturday but got up and staggered in church. It may have gone and gone and gone, but because the relationship with God was not external, it was only internal, the kids never saw it, and now the kids don't go at all. That generation's been skipped because there was nothing living outside of what these people said to go to. Right? And, and we have to fight our way back in there because of what we saw. We have to fight our way. I remember people like, hey, man, you preach, but I know you got this new song. And uh, I remember at the conference, they were asking uh, Big Pop or Mike to play songs that were dirty. He was like, I can't play that. This is, <laughs> this is a school conference. Well, they play it at our dances. He said, well, you ain't playing it here because you see that little dude right there, the, the whole director of everything, he will break everything over here. If we get that on the system, right? And, and it, what was so cool, at the end of it, it Ashley came up to me. She goes, these kids don't even know what they're dancing to because we, we ended it with all Christian songs. She goes, they don't know what they're dancing to, but I know what they're dancing to. And they're going to celebrate God the entire time. Right. And so we have to bring it back. But but we don't want our belief just to be inside and saying stuff like God knows my heart and I'm saved by the grace of God. And no matter what I do, God saved me. He covers my sin. But did he cover your woe? And I challenge you to go find out what woe says. And I'll give you one woe unto them who causes his brother to stumble. Whoa. And that ain't riding a horse. <laughs> I believe this is vital. That we demonstrate our reward. I believe it's vital that we demonstrate our, our faith. We demonstrate our goodness. We demonstrate that. Vital. It's amazing how much miracle acts like Rita when it comes to helping other people. They couldn't believe. She sold, 
miracle sold because everybody else was sitting down every time I came by. She sold $3,000 in cash and merchandise to kids, buying stuff they already had. $700 more than 20 people selling at once did in the last 10 years. Right? And the dude, the guy who's ungodly, and the lady who's ungodly, and the other two ladies ungodly says, how did you get your kids to be like that? First of all, I don't know. Amen? Praise the Lord. All right? Because they're teenagers. And sometimes we don't know what's in there. I know I've stood over them when they were sleeping and see if I could see something. And I had a couple of them wake up with one eye. What you looking for? I don't know, but sometimes you act crazy. I'm just saying if it's one of them matrix worms running around, suck that thing out of you. But I don't know, but I do know this. I know that I serve God, and they see me serving God, so they want to walk accordingly. Right? And I'm not anything special. There's nothing anything special other than they, they needed something, an example. Right? And, and I believe that's with all of our kids. They are walking after the great examples that you're giving them. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you. And now you just passed on your reward to them. Right? When, how many of y'all would make straight A's if you went back to the first grade right now with the mind you got? you make straight A's, wouldn't you? Some of y'all don't know, right? Some of you, you, you be, <laughs> I don't know. First grade was tough. Right? And what I share was at the conference, I never shared this before, and it came out of me as I was speaking that in, 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 in from the first grade to the fifth grade, I went to the office every day. I got licks every day. There wasn't a day, unless it was a holiday or snow day, I got beat every day because it was one or two options. You can take three licks or we'll call your mom. She was going on three hours of sleep because licks go away. Death forever. No, hit me. Hit me. I got them every day. No kidding. Every day. You see me down the hallway. That man was dragging me down the hallway every day. What, where would the schools do with me today? Where would I be? Be hanging out. <laughs> they have to put me with the big kids, the big messed up kid, because you is going for prison. And I got so immune to being hit to where they could do it all day long. That's it. And, I mean, you could see they were wearing out their arms. Like, they were warming up. They'd have to bring in subs just to bring, just to bring the licks. <laughs> right? Till one day they call home. Fifth grade, never forget it. She didn't give two licks. She didn't give three licks. She did not let them stay in the office while she gave what she gave to me. Now, I didn't weigh 60 pounds till eighth grade. 42 pounds. Fifth grader, wasn't nothing for the head cook at El Chico's to grab me like this, slam me on that desk, flip me around, beat me all over. The office was so jacked up by the time we left out of there because I was trying to run from but I didn't know where to go. She locked the door, and I'm climbing that bad boy like Spider-Man, and she just come down and chasing me down around there. There was no, I never went back to the office again, except for a seventh grade fight that he started it. And she said, did he start it for real? I go, yes. He hit me. Okay. And I didn't get in trouble for that. Never been back. Right? Because now I was disappointing someone who had rewarded me. And I wasn't giving back. 
Ephesians 3, 19 through 21. I, I like y'all. Y'all are so cool, right? Right. You're just part of it, okay? And, and, and to know the love of Christ. Isn't it good to know the love of Christ? To know that God loves you. You got to know that, uh, which surpasses knowledge. And that's the deal. We got to know that God doesn't care what you've done. He surpassed it. He still loves you because he loves you because he loves you because he loves you. He still loves you. It surpasses what you know about love, that you may be filled up to all the fullness of God. Now, and here's the thing I don't understand. I'm filled up with all the fullness of God, but I'm incapable of living for God because I'm full of God. That doesn't make sense. But he still loves me. He does. Right? And so I love God, and even though I don't have to serve God, God loves me. But there's going to come a time where you're going to quit seeking God because you mistreated that love. Right? Even though as humans, we want people to love us back. But then we'll teach something that say you don't have to love God back. Okay, I'm just playing. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly. Look, he went deep with it. Far more abundantly beyond all that we ask or think according to the power that works within us. The reason why you can only see yourself failing because there's no power working in you. You have to turn the power on, then you can see how much you could do. You have to turn it on. You have to, you have to turn the light on. To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Now, we just talked about it skipping a generation. Now, us sin of power, sin how it, it remains in generation. It, this verse right here just calls us back. Because I'm living outside of my grace. I'm living beyond the thing that I know about into the God that I have inside of me. He's faith. Now, now, I'm going to give you all these little things I threw in there. I'm going to give them to you real quick. And that way, you cannot take down a note, so you have to buy the CD. Uh, God is exceedingly, and without him, average begins to be the norm. You should be allergic to av- average. Every time you start becoming average, you should start sneezing and having a runny nose. Just to start choking you. <clears throat> I need EpiPen. That's what I'm supposed to do. If, you, if I go into a... If I, a bee sting or something, you're supposed to get my EpiPen out of the car, stab this leg, call 911, stab the other leg. Okay, that's what you're supposed to do. Just, or strawberry slips in there some kind of way. That's what you're supposed to do. Okay? Because now I'll die on your watch. Just thought I'd throw that out there for you. <laughs> you did not try to say me. Please come, I'm holding your head like this. However, with salvation on the inside, there is a request and hunger to see change. Salvation makes me want to change, right? Makes me want to see change. Love gives birth to wisdom, okay? Love gives birth to wisdom. And what you love contains a clue to your gifts. What do you like to do? Some of you like to eat. Some of you love to eat, so you should have the gift of giving food to others, spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. Amen? Not taking dishes, taking spiritual food. <laughs> Here, we're going to eat some chicken soup together. No, 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 not your chicken soup for the soul. Restored love in marriage brings wisdom over strife. The reason why people fight in their marriage is because the love has not brought forth the wisdom. You have to restore the love. Sometimes that, and that's where people come up with the falling out of love because they haven't worked toward love. couple Fridays from now, we'll be on there. Okay, we'll jump on there a couple Fridays. Okay, I'll be back. Okay, <laughs> when we love something, we give birth to extraordinary tenacity. 
determination, and persistence. What you love, you can do without. That's why I asked him about playing. You love it, you birth a persistence that you won't let it go until it gets done. That's, what, that's the deal with our kids. We love them. So that tenacity is already on the inside of you. You'll fight for them and die for them. When you love the word of God, you'll fight for it and die for it. In fact, until you know that you love something, you won't fight for it. Almost done, babies. Hang in there. Thank y'all for the amens. I'm glad y'all are here because that's, that's all we're going to hear. Find what you truly love and build your daily agenda around it. Daily agenda should go around what you truly love. You should be doing it daily. If you love God, that should be your daily. Right? If you love your family, that should be your daily. If you love yourself, that should be a daily. If you love reaching others, that should be a daily. If you love talking, it should be a daily. What you do daily determines what you become permanently. We contain certain qualities, specific gifts, and worthy traits that make us unique. Permit the true you to become strong. And, and, and we've got to stop there because a lot of times we'll permit others to be stronger than us. And we'll permit ourselves to believe we want somebody else's strength, but we need to permit ourselves to be our strongest self. Whatever you're strong in, be strong in that. I want to sing, but I have to permit myself to be a strong preacher and sing as well in my time. Passion is magnetic. It's magnetic. If I want to win and I need a team to do it, I need you to stick to the passion. A magnetic. Magnetic right now. It's not a stun gun. It's magnetic. I believe you're gaining passion for this next season, this next step. You're gaining it. You're magnetic. You're stuck. You stuck with me. You stuck to me. Right? We're going to walk together. You're magnetic. You can't get over it. Some of you may want to shave your head. Don't do it. You got hair. Keep it. Let it last forever. Be magnetic to the things of God. Amen? Okay. Bow your heads real quick. Some of your eyes are cold. You want us to start your cars. We're going to get you there. Get you some more. That's why I didn't take off my jacket. Even I was cold. But I preach it like it's hot. Amen. As your heads are bowed. There is about look at young Donnie laugh at a brother. Father, I just thank you for the body that's in this room. And Lord, we just give you praise for the reward that you've called us to be. And Lord, you've given us a message and, and, and a calling. That Lord, that what we love is a clue to what we're called. Our gifts are within us. Some of us love seeing others happy. Father God, we have a gift of joy. Some of us uh, really love to see others not left alone. So we have that joy of comfort, that gift of comforting gift of peace, gift of seeing people know that they're worth and their value, that they have an eternal worth that cannot be denied, cannot be shaken, cannot be taken, that my God is there. Father, we recognize that you are able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could even ask or think. Father God, we thank you that weapons have shown up, but no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. My reward is going to come out. I'm going to keep smiling. I'm going to keep growing. I'm going to keep knowing that my God is there for me. And I'm going to be there for others. Father, I thank you for our family, our children. Lord, we love them so much. We love them. We love them. We love them. It's our gift to love them. We have a tenacity to keep believing for them. 
we don't know how to let go. We, we know they messed up. We know they let us down, but we don't know how to let go because that love, that tenacity, that patience been birthed inside of us that we couldn't even do that for other people's kids, but for our own. Lord, I, I, can, I can die for that one. Father, help our children to recognize our love and tenacity for them and help us to recognize our gift. Lord, as we bless you, we thank you for the rewarder. I thank you for the salvation in the house. Thank you for a blessing, the work of our hands. Thank you to everything we put our hands to do. It's going to reward us and prosper. We give you all the glory, give you all the praise in Jesus' name. And the baby shouted, Amen.